Welcome to the Umpiring Fast Pitch Softball Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to talk to David about his experience umpiring a Nationals tournament in Oklahoma City. This is a different tournament. This is a different situation than the last time we talked. And I think there's some good information here for people to learn, especially people who are looking to get more involved in tournaments at the national level. So, David, what did you work out there in Oklahoma City? Yeah, so it was the Alliance Fast Pitch um, Nationals event for 12U. And uh, before you turn your nose up at that, I can tell you that it was some of the best softball I've seen in the last five years. And uh, remember, I'm a college coach. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, what what uh, what grouping was it? Like what was the, you said Alliance, right? Yeah, Alliance Fast Pitch. So what is that? Yeah, so the Alliance Fast Pitch is a, is a group uh, that came together to say, you know, I wasn't on the board when they formed it, but mm-hmm. I believe uh, part of their motivation was we have a lot of different sanctions here in America for fast pitch softball. And some of them in different parts of the country believe they're the best. You know, you have PGF, NSA, USA, USSA. I'm probably forgetting some. Yeah. Um, and you, you go to a USA Nationals, you know, let's say you're, you're at 18U Golds in USA National. Me, in my experience here in Central Ohio and as a USA umpire, I would say, well, that's the Mecca. That's the, that, you know, that's the tops. Mm-hmm. So if you're an 18U Gold National Champion, you probably have the best softball players in, in America. And uh, there's people in PGF that would say, well, that's not true. Right. <laughs> and there's people in U-Trip that would say, oh, I doubt it. We probably have better ones here. So... Alliance allowed uh, for teams that are typically in any other sanction to come together and uh, try to find a, a true nationals, um, you know, champion, if you will. And so these tournaments, uh, at least so far, what I understand of them, different age groups are sometimes run by different sanctions. So the year that I went uh, last summer, actually, I think the 18U Alliance Fast Pitch National Championship was in Indiana. And it was uh, run by UTRIP. So UTRIP less A mechanics and rule set was used for the 18U. Okay. And for us, the 12U uh, was out in Oklahoma City. And uh, we used USA rule set and, and mechanics. So did you wear your USA umpire uniforms? Or did oh, yeah. you have to buy special uniforms for Alliance? Or no, something? it was all USA. Yep, run by USA for sure. So then how did you get selected? Is that through because USA ran it through some USA selectors? Or does Alliance have their own? Or how did you get on their radar even? Yeah, so it was USA Softball. Um, I was fortunate enough to get uh, chosen by Jerry Fick from, here from Ohio. Um, he reached out to Wendell Colley, our local commissioner, and said that um, you know he offered uh, that, that tournament to me and two other umpires here in, in Central Ohio. So three from the hub got invitations to go out. And it's not the first time uh, the hub gets these types of invitations all the time. Our mm-hmm. reputation is well known on the national stage for for providing fantastic umpires. So I, I had the ability to, to speak to some umpires that had gone out to Oklahoma City for uh, at this time of the year for a, an Alliance Fast Pitch tournament last year. So what did they what did they let you know? Like, what did you learn about this before you went? Because obviously right now, you know, I could be ignorant, but this is the first I'm hearing about this and this joining of some of these other sanctions together and trying to get uh, some kind of harmony there. And, you know, so you're getting to that. You know, did you what did you know about it going into it, and what did these people let you know to sure. expect? So, I figured it was just a regular old nationals event, and since it's USA softball, I felt very comfortable. You know, they said we're going to be using USA mechanics and the USA rule set. I'm like, oh, fantastic! Just like a, a nationals event that I would have gotten from the selection process before. If you recall from our last episode where we talked about nationals. Those do come from your commissioner. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Wendell very recently just reached out and said, hey, if you haven't registered, USA Ball's around the corner. 
If you haven't registered, register and um, you know get your background check, get your safe sport in, uh, pay your dues, and uh, let me know if you're interested in going to a nationals. Right? So uh, you indicate your desire to go, and uh, they'll put your name up, and the, those that choose uh, will will assign you to a nationals event. And this year, um, getting the alliance one, it's actually not in the um, progression, if you will. Uh, I've mentioned before I would love to be an elite umpire someday. Yeah. And in order to do that, you have to do um, some tournament, nationals level tournaments at different levels, uh, progressively higher, so that you can qualify to be elite. This one, this tournament did not; uh, it's not in that progression. And so it was a decision for me to say, "Hey, is it, should I should I pass on this one and try to get uh, you know one of my USA nationals events that would be in part of that progression?" Easy decision for me. Getting to go to Oklahoma City and work with uh, the UICs that were out there are the best in the best, the best of the best um, in softball. I had reached out to Mike to say, hey, here's the guys that are running this thing. What do you think? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, that's the NCAA director of umpires. That's the this guy. That's the this guy. It's like, oh, I'm going to Oklahoma City. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that it's, you know, at the USA softball facility. Awesome. So once you got out there, how'd it go? It was hot. (laughs) Um, It was really, really hot. So I had been warned uh, before. Uh, Frosty had had warned me that um, it was the hottest softball he'd ever done, and so I actually I I'm known to like a adult frosty beverage uh, mm-hmm. every once in a while, and so a month before I went out there, I stopped um, enjoying adult frosty beverages, and um, for three weeks before I went, I was drinking half my body weight in ounces anyway. So I'm, I'm a 300 pounder. I was drinking 150 ounces of water a day. For three weeks, making darn sure I was hydrated uh, before I got out there and prepared by going to uh, Walmart and getting some of the, the hydration drinks. Um, Gatorade came out with a good um, salty you know, mm-hmm. hydration drink. Uh, Liquid IV is yeah. another one that people were bringing out there. So hydration was a big deal. It was so hot, Pete, that they made us uh, take our phones to the plate meeting. And the reason was we had downloaded an app called AccuWeather. And AccuWeather would tell us what the heat index was at the time of the plate meeting. Mm-hmm. And then there were thresholds for um, how long we would play based on how hot the heat index was. And wow. if I remember correctly, at 115. Yikes. Were they we, turf fields or dirt fields? Dirt. Okay. Yep. And so that's a real 115. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So with a heat index of 115, we limited play to an hour and a half. Now, you can't see my eyes right now, but here in Ohio, if it's 115, we ain't playing. Right. <laughs> so out there, it's not only are we playing, but we're going to limit play to an hour and a half, finish the inning. So you're still talking about a possible two-hour game in 115-degree weather. So it was hot. And um, I paid the price for that one. My very first game was a 11.30 start, 11.30 a.m. start, and had to plate. And in the umpire room, getting ready making sure we're hydrated, you know, all that carted golf carted up to the, up to the field. And like, as soon as you stepped on the field, you're like, Oh my gosh, it's hot, really hot. So I had taken a 64 ounce water bottle, you know, to the, to the field with me and, um, we started doing the game and it was hot. The girls were running around. They're hot. Uh, we're hot. It's great softball. So a lot of activity, you know, and so running up to third often, you know, to make a call there at, mm-hmm. at third and um, a lot. So Working I, two man? <clears throat> two man. Yep. This was two man. And um, we got to the fifth inning, top of five. And 
I was hot. And I, I said, you know what? It's almost a run rule. And uh, I almost dropped a pitch. So, like, I got into my position, you know, got my eyes down to the, to the batter's, top of the batter's strike zone. The pitch came in. I stood up, and I hadn't called anything. I realized that I hadn't called anything. Mm-hmm. And I made the call. I re-ran, re-ran the, the pitch in my mind, and I had it. Um, and so I made the call, but it was late. And I'm, that, that made me recognize that, uh-oh, you know, there, there might be a problem here. So I, uh, I turned around to the, one of the parents that was there, and I said, hey, would you walk over to that building and get the, the UIC for me, please? And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we will. So finished that, finished that batter. The UIC came over. And um, I walked back to the fence, and I said, hey, if, uh, if these people don't walk this off in the bottom of the fifth, I'm going to need some help. Mm-hmm. I'm hot. I am, I am too hot. You know, and I, I remember, I'm not going to tell you who the UIC was because I don't want to call him out, but I remember the look of disappointment in his mm-hmm. face. And um, I thought, ah, oh. first of all, I thought, oh, man, I disappointed the UIC. I'm done. I'm not going to get a good evaluation, you know, that kind of thing. Later, I kind of thought, I'm going to use that as a learning moment for myself. Uh, someday, if I'm a UIC, um, that's not what I want my umpire to feel. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, bottom line is they, they got down, the, uh, the home team uh, got down to two outs. They needed two runs, and I thought, oh, my gosh, they're not going to do it. I'm going to have to fall out. You know, this is, this is going to suck. Um, but with two outs, they ended up walking it off, and so I was able to finish the game and did not have to come out of the game, which I actually I take a lot. <laughs> I'm like really glad that I did not have to come out. Um, two other umpires on day one did actually fall out and, and not get to finish their game so but it was hot it was really hot so what do you think you know you mentioned the look of disappointment in his in your opinion of his opinion so here's saying your honor uh what do you think he would have expected more of you so you know obviously you're not acclimated to those temperatures we're not from there we're, we live in central ohio um yeah so it sounded like you hydrated really well is it, so is this just a point of you know, acclimation is a point if you thought if your if your fitness was at a different level, it would be better if you had taken better care of yourself between innings, if you had drunk more, if you would used a better hydration product, you know, or whatever it was. What what do you think that was? Or it's just one of those things where maybe he just was disappointed for maybe not a great reason. Well, I think that uh, maybe I misrepresent or mis um, interpreted his his disappointment. I think I put him in a bad spot. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um whether it was my fault, whether it was not my fault, it was still a bad spot based on me. And so that bad spot was, well, I don't have a bunch of extra umpires sitting around here. You know, what the heck you want me to do? You know, and um, so I think it was just more, oh, no. Now I, I have to deal with something that I wouldn't have had to deal with. You know, I didn't have to deal with it with the umpires on the other field over there. It's just right. as hot over there. Yeah. You know, so... I think it was more that than anything else. And I, I think we were very, very fortunate that uh, the game ended when it did. Um, I can tell you that this is the first time I've ever undressed on the field, uh, if you will. So I, as soon as that game was over, I dropped the balls um, for the for the home team. And as I was walking out the gate, I was peeling my, my chest protector off. And my partner had grabbed my bag for me and stuff. So I, I needed out of that gear fast. And So, so how did you do the rest of the tournament then regarding the heat? Um, great. We had, um, there was a, a unfortunate situation where rain came into the area. And so we had some of the, some of the day games got canceled or moved tonight. And so they got a little less hot, um, mm-hmm. for sure. 
was a little worried about it. You know, they say once you get hot, once you're, you know, you're kind of done, you know, you got to get back out there into the heat uh, to do it. So I, I paid very close attention to taking care of myself more, even even more so for the rest of the tournament. But um, with the rain delays and whatnot, two days later, um, everything was fine. I didn't get too hot anymore. Good. Yeah, it was, but it was hot. So yeah, if you ever get to Oklahoma City in, uh, in August, um, be prepared because it's hot. So how, what else? Any other stories from there? Yeah, I had some great softball. I mean, um, I got to talk to uh, one of the coaches from Southern California. I asked one of the girls where they were from, and she gave me a number, a three-digit number. So, uh, you know, I think, um, I think that's it. Yeah, it's the area code. So probably some proud of, proud Southern California area. And uh, fantastic ball. I mean, just watching these. They were probably 13 at the time. You know, we're talking about the eighth month of the year, and it's right. 12U nationals, right? Mm-hmm. So probably 13-year-olds um, hitting a double, and when the pitcher steps on the pitcher's plate for the next pitch to come, the girl standing on second is turning around and looking at the outfielders to see how deep they're playing. You know, that's stuff we teach college girls to play. These kids are playing it when they're 13. Pitching was um, unbelievable from almost all the teams that were there. Um, I asked one coach, I'm like, you've – I've seen three pitchers this game. You know, how many do you, how many do you have? And he says, well, I've got nine. I brought nine pitchers with me to this tournament, and eight of them are on the field. I'm like, wow. And he wasn't lying because, he, you know, when the pitcher was ready to come out, he brought the left fielder in. And when she was done, he brought the first baseman in. When she was done, it was the right fielder. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that would be nice. We don't have that uh, opportunity here in Central yeah. Ohio very much. And they could all dish the ball. They were throwing the ball really, really well. So I saw a couple of pitchers that, at the risk of offending some of my college players, I saw a couple of 13-year-olds that could absolutely play for us. So, wow. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. High ball. praise. So, and I mean, I know the, that area of the country, parts of the country that stay warm a lot, you know, they have some good softball out there. They have a lot of practice that yeah, they can sure. do outside. And, you know, I can tell you our high school teams here stay inside the gym. Even during the season, some of our practices have to take place in the gym because it rained out or it was too cold, you know, yeah. things like that. And so to for be sure. able to go outside and play in December outside, yep. that'd be great. And obviously, I mean, the results sure speak be. for themselves. I can't believe that genetically the Southwest United States just has better genetics than Northeast United States or Central. You know, it really has to do, I think, with some of their conditions. And yeah, for sure. Great. I don't know, though, Pete. There's a lot of pretty people out that live in Southern <laughs> California. so uh, But I, they really just took the best from everywhere else. And that could I had be. this argument with my friend before. Okay, that could be it. <laughs> Uh, so I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about uh, with this experience, and one of them uh, comes to mechanics and um, the use of mechanics. And I was having a, a pregame with mm-hmm. one of my partners on uh, day two, I think it was, maybe day three. And um, he was just deviating everything. I, I mean, okay, not everything, but it was a lot. Some that I can remember, he said, um, so with nobody on and you're in the A, um, foul ball gets hit. If it's on the infield, then, you know, I want you to take the, the foul ball call unless you've turned your back to it. And then only if the ball is past you. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. And then um, wanting to use some NCAA mechanics about a timing play. Um, you know, if there's two outs and there's a runner, you know, at second, we have the potential for a timing play. So an NCAA mechanic is the, you know, two fingers on your left wrist uh, to indicate that. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, we've been, they've been crystal clear to us. We're using USA mechanics here, you know, that kind of stuff. And so there were a lot of, a lot of things that he wanted to go over in the pregame. And um, 
I looked up, we're in the middle of the game, and I look up and the UIC is standing there watching us, and he gives me the, the two two fingers, you know, timing play, and I just kind of, I did a little nod, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not two fingering him back, I'm, I'm right there's the UIC, USA mechanic, that's not a USA mechanic, I'm not doing that, and he got a little bit belligerent with his um, indicator of Hey, there's it's a timing play. You know, I mean, he's really he's tapping his, his arm. Yeah. You know, it's emphatic. Yeah, that's right. And so I, I, I kind of did it, but I made a little bit of a face that's like uh, I don't want to do that. You know, so hopefully the UIC saw that one. Um, but uh, there were a lot of deviations, and um, unfortunately, I I did kind of have to throw the guy under the bus because I had a, a post game with the UIC, and he was talking about those mechanics, and I said, yeah, we um, we we pregame those deviations. Um, the plate umpire was was emphatic that that's what we were going to do, and so I reminded him a couple of times that it's USA and we don't do that. But when I tried to stick with the USA mechanic, I think it was it was causing more of a problem for my plate than than the the slight deviation to the mechanic. So I went with what he he needed to do, and he said, "Okay, great answer." Which that's the white reason I wanted to bring it up, not to say, "Hey, pat yourself on the back, David," but I wanted uh, the umpires listening to know that um, if you have a reason for a deviation they're going to ask you about it probably mm-hmm. but if you have a reason that's a, that's a decent reason they're going to go okay thanks for letting me know because there's a there's good reasons to do it or in that situation the lesser of two evils i think uh was where that came from so i don't felt i don't feel like i got dinged on that yeah. and probably didn't uh, because uh, i did end up earning a plate for a bracket championship and so i feel like that that was um that was at least part of the reason for that Another thing that uh, I want the, the younger umpires who look to go to the Nationals to understand from this, uh, we had another situation where UIC came into the umpire room and was looking for my crew. So that somehow there was some confusion about who was who, and um, he asked for a private moment with me. I'm like, okay, yep. So sat down on a chair. He's like, like making sure nobody's in earshot. And he says, uh, okay, so um, when you're at a Nationals, it is never okay to email the UIC and say that you want to be considered for the championship game. And I said, that's correct. <laughs> and, and he looked a little bit confused. And uh, he said, so, you know, why did you email John, you know, and say that? Oh, my God, I didn't. And he said, well, aren't you Frank? You know, not, that's not the, you know, protect the innocent here. Yeah. That's not the real name. And I said, no, I'm Trout. He said, oh, my God. Um okay, can you forget about what we just talked about? <laughs> and I said, forget about what? I don't know what you're talking about. He said, okay. Yeah, like we never spoke. I said, you got it. So my partner had actually um, emailed the UIC and said that he wanted to be um, considered for the, the championship plate. Now, we're talking about a tournament that has probably 50 of some really good umpires out here in Oklahoma City, you know, and to to email the UIC and say you want to be considered, that is absolute no-no. You get out there, you do your best, you hustle, you get seen, you get evaluated, and if you're good enough, they'll, they'll find you and they'll send you. You don't tell them ever. And so I did have an opportunity to speak with that UIC later, and I said, yeah, <laughs> Mike would absolutely kill me <laughs> if I had done that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he, said, he said, yeah, Burwell. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, I really couldn't believe that. Uh, once I once I realized um, who you were uh, and where you were from, 
then I, I should have known I didn't have the right mm-hmm. the right person. And I said, yeah, he, he'd absolutely kill me if I did something like that. So, yeah, please don't do that. And um, lastly, just to finish up, uh, I mentioned that I did earn a plate uh, for a bracket championship. I was there for the entire week. Um, we had a semi-championship, semifinals day on Saturday. And uh, so a lot of umpires who didn't get uh, anything on Saturday were allowed to, to go home because they wouldn't get anything on Sunday either. And um, the bracket, the way the Alliance Fast Pitch Tournament went, they had a couple of different brackets. And then the winners of those brackets went on for the championship. So, uh, and they weren't losers brackets um, either. It was more like a gold platinum type of thing. So anyway, I was thrilled to have earned a, uh, a plate for, uh, for one of the bracket championships. And uh, I had walked out with my crew. So three man, we're working three man. And I got the plate. I've got U1, a very experienced NCAA umpire out there at, uh, at U3. And U1 was a, a kind of a, a newer uh, female umpire that uh, had had a great week, just fantastic stuff. And so I was really, really honored to, to get that one. I had a good game. I felt like I called a good game. Uh, you know, Pete, as you, as you get out there, you have a, have a day. Sometimes you have a day where you're like, oh, man, I dropped like three pitches, yeah. you know, or didn't hustle this one. I didn't do that. You know, that kind of thing. Cause we're, we care about doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that game, I, I really did. I felt like I had a good game, but here we are at the, in the seventh inning and it's hot. It wasn't as hot, but it was hot. And I remember setting up in the slot. Here came the pitch. Uh, it was inside portion of the plate, maybe a little bit, you know, down at the top of the, the knee on the batter. It gets my very best <gasps> stand up, indicate strike, and I hear the third base coach yell, "Come on, Blue, that hasn't been a strike all day." I thought about that for just a quick split second, and I went, "He's not wrong. I dropped, <laughs> I dropped that pitch. That's not right. That I have not called that a strike all day." And uh, but anyway, you know, so I step back, you know, I get back in there, and I'm doing my thing, and uh, we get through that batter, we get to the next batter. And the first pitch on the next batter, right-handed batter, is in that exact same spot, and I lit it up again. <sighs> and I'm like, oh. as soon as I did it, I went, "That's that same pitch. That has not been a, pit, a strike all day." And here comes the third third base coach. You know, he's he's yelling down. There. He's not coming down to see me, but he's he's chirping. Yeah. And you uh, three, this experienced NCAA umpire, he's there beside him, and so he's he's talking to him a little bit. He's like, "Hey, coach, you're not wrong, but you know, you can't." kind of chill a little bit it's you know it looked like looked like it was maybe a little different than what how it how it had been earlier but you know and so the third base I find out later the third base coach is he getting tired or something and he said well maybe you know we've been out here for two hours and it's the bottom of the seventh inning he's called 250 pitches so but you know just chill and um I straightened up after that and and we were fine through the rest of the game I actually got my first um fist bumps on top of each other the the story that i was saying in uh, one of our previous episodes about the uh the, the ball call um on the outside corner and i, I got that from him but um so fantastic i think I, I did a pretty good game and so i get done with the game we walk at op, we leave the field together uh, we post game on our walk back to the uh the umpire's room uh which is also an, a wonderful thing about umpiring at you know the mecca of softball in America is that they some really nice rooms. yeah they take care of their umpires for sure uh, some nice facilities and uh, so we walk into in there we've done our post game I got some pretty good stuff didn't get much constructive feedback from from them because it was you know like I said it was a pretty good game so I felt pretty good about it and 
I'm sitting there getting uh, getting undressed and putting my street clothes on, and I see the door open up, and Steve McCowan walks in. He's the director of NCAA umpires, and he's he's scanning the room, you know, looking around left and right, and he finds my eyes and and locks on and starts heading my direction. I'm like, oh shoot. So he pulls up a chair right in front of me, and I say, hey, Steve, how you doing? He says, hey, Trout. I said, so did you see some of that game? <laughs> he said, Trout, I watched you from the time you walked out to the field to the time you walked off. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So um, awesome. Yeah, so hit me with it. And he actually uh, was very complimentary, um, said that it was obvious that I'd had good training and um, obvious that I was one of Mike's guys, uh, you know, Mike Burwell's guys. And um, so that made me feel really good, you know, recognized that, yeah, we do good work from the hub and got a a little bit of constructive feedback from him and just felt pretty good about the fact that uh, I got a really nice evaluation from somebody that that absolutely matters in the in the world of of umpiring for sure so yeah it was a great experience what about so you mentioned when you did the usa nationals you got months later kind of a formal packet or something yeah. sent to you did they do anything like that or nope. was it yeah not gonna happen for this tournament yeah that was a question that was asked during the umpire meeting before the tournament began and they said no this is not a formal tournament for evaluation for again back to that elite softball thing mm-hmm. didn't fit so but it was fun to get to know uh, a lot of the umpires you see on TV, NCAA stuff. Um, you know, I, I won't name drop, but there were a lot of them that you see on TV, and they were there. And so you get an opportunity to speak to them and, and learn from them and ask their opinions about things. And so it was really nice to be able to rub shoulders with, with that level of umpiring out there. So it was a fantastic experience, and I would absolutely recommend it for anyone. Was this the tournament where you had got the feedback about the mask and the coloring and the of the coloring out the label. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For sure. Steve so, gave, that was one of the pieces that Steve gave me. He, uh, he said, give me, let's get your mask out. And so I got my mask out and I thought I had maybe some procedure with, you know, did I get, did I not use my left hand? Did I, am I holding it wrong? You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he said, so turn it around there. You see that white lettering on the back of the webbing. Let's color that in. You know, we don't want to see that on TV. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, Steve, you don't have to worry about me on TV, but yeah, thanks for the tip. You know? Yeah. So, so that's, that's interesting that that's the level that's the level he was operating at and nitpicking at a little bit. Not only nitpicking, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. his fine-grained feedback is is to that level. For sure. And it's also something interesting when you told me that originally. I was like, I never even thought never about, thought about it. Yeah. what would you see or what do you see when you look at, at these high-level events yeah. that are on television? Yeah, there was that piece. The uh, Another piece of advice that he gave me, uh, my hammer. Uh, I, have a, I have a good hammer. I've, I've had good feedback from that uh, from multiple tournaments and multiple UICs on the hammer. Uh, the timing is is good. You know, we're taught really good timing from Mike and, and and crew here, and so he said it's a nitpick. If you need something else, then I'll tell you to hold your hammer another five milliseconds or something. You have a great timing on on the hammer, and it's a good hammer, but just hold it for another split second you know, before you drop it down. I said, okay, we'll do. You know, so yeah, it was kind of some fine tuning type of type of stuff, and I attribute that to you know the training that I've gotten. Um, hanging out with the great umpires here in central Ohio, the good feedback I've gotten at other nationals events and applying the, the tips and tricks that you get from advanced umpires. Uh, if you apply those, then, you know, you too will get some, some great feedback. Awesome. All right. I think that about wraps it up. So, uh, thanks David for taking the time to tell us this story. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity, Pete. Uh, fantastic. Thanks for listening everybody. Yeah. And see you next time.